Good morning. Welcome back. Or good evening. Whichever you choose to listen. It could be anything. <laughs> uh, whole nine yards, we are here. Hey, um, if you like this show, please give us a, a, a rating. Yeah. Or subscribe us. What do you say? Mash the subscribe. Mash that subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> All those kinds of things. We could we could use the help. Thanks. But we're enjoying doing this and yeah, we want to so be able to keep doing it. It's been fun. Thank it is you. fun. Thanks. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. No, no. Yeah. It's been fun and it will continue to be fun. <laughs> like this one will be fun. Yeah, because this time we have um bathroom terminology <laughs> is that what we're gonna say sure i was gonna be more crude about it but yeah you were gonna say scatecological i mean i wasn't gonna say that but all right yeah they're not all that don't tune out no, it's no, not it's, gross it's uh, it's just informative. no it's not there's yeah. no i have no grossness in mine yeah yeah no no sure just uh potty talk potty talk how's that what do you think yeah i like it a lot yeah, we'll go with that one yeah write that down <laughs> So I, I I didn't prep this because we, we don't yeah prep together no. per se as mm-hmm. as we tell you we don't so I mean if you need to go first go first I will ask to go first but I don't want to like I went first the last one oh, you can go first that's cool it's just from my brain holding on to facts grab hold like I always say is a Zen garden right of you yes no please you I m- can I can wait all right that's what thanks you, you got it what what, what do we got. Well, I'm going to tell you. Sweet. I know. Uh, see, John. So, John. <laughs> so, we say, hey, you're going to go to the John. Yes. Right? We, go to the we've John. all used that. Sure. Right? A lot I've of people it. say that. Yeah. Going to go see a man about a John. And it turns out, you know, as we got into developing this episode, there are a lot of these terms. Yeah. So, there's going to be another show on some of these terms at one point. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think there's enough for two more shows, really. Um, so at John, John, all right. And first I want to say that as far as the toilet goes, the flushing toilet, Mm -hmm. there are allusions to toilets that flush in one way or another that hearken all the way back to 2000 BC or or earlier even. We had toilets? Well, some sort of device that used... So imagine, if you will, simply without too much imagination. Sure. If you relieve yourself somewhere where water is flowing or where you could like prop up a rock to dam up some water and Uh then you go, then you move the rock. You you made a flushing toilet out of nature there. Look at us. And, and, And it seems like people were doing that uh, well back when, but uh, let's let, let's talk about so the the John terminology is going to bring us into the 16th century, but prior to that, there uh, are plenty of references and and documents of people referring to the facility where you relieved yourself as the Jake, and even as the cousin John, but apparently the Jake. Was pretty popular, Jake. And it's hard to say. And this poor guy gets usurped anyway. But he probably usurped somebody himself. And I mean to say, this idea, like I said, if you if you dam up some water and then move the rock and it washes away mm-hmm. what you did there, you made a flushing toilet. And that. So the idea of it, like, man, if we could only have this, you know, I don't have to go outside right. into the weeds and stuff. So. 
this fellow, it turns out, John Harrington, I want to say Sir John Harrington, yeah. uh, in the late 1500s, he was one of the godchildren of Queen Elizabeth I. Okay. Okay. Also, um, what was it? It's Henry VIII, I think. Um, mm. So this fellow... John was Harrington. John Harrington. Sir John Harrington. Sir, sorry. Sir John Harrington. Uh-huh. I don't want to disrespect. No. He, I guess, was a bit of a troublemaker. He, it seems like he was smart and a wise cracker yeah. and fell out of favor with the queen because he wouldn't keep his mouth his, shut his about... crackery. Yeah, things that he saw that he didn't like. <laughs> so the queen banishes him to some little town. I had it jotted down it's not it, the name of the town doesn't matter it started with a k it was like kelster or something all um, right anyway the guy's like all right i'll just be sir john harrington up here banished but he was royalty so he probably you know didn't have to work or well, i don't know sure. what, what he did so he liked to tinker uh i guess <laughs> and w- one of the things that he tinkered with was while well, he's got nothing but time sure. up in this little town uh, is to make what is believed by some to be one of the first indoor toilets. Hmm. So he concocted this pan and uh, it had a, a a leather, you know, like that little flap on your larynx, you know, that closes up. Epiglottis. Yeah, not your larynx, but your esophagus, right? Yeah, epiglottis. Yeah, that little flap. Yeah, he made like a, a leather flap like that so that when you did what you were doing in this pan, it it weighted down that flap and the flap let it through and then you would pull the string and some water would come down from a water closet, that, you know, and, and let that through hmm. and wash it down. Uh, the flap was designed to keep the... Lots of stuff, right? Yeah. It wasn't a perfect design. No, I mean, a, it's the first one. Yeah, How prototype. could it be perfect? No, it's it's exactly. Be. We're, we're, we're learning, though. That's nice. Yeah. He's giving it a go. So, yeah. <laughs> Goodness. John Harrington <laughs> calls this thing the Ajax. It's sort of a um, manipulation of the Jake. And um, he okay. invites Queen Elizabeth I to his house. <laughs> Come up, on over. Here it is, Kelston. He invites the queen to this house, and the queen had sort of like softened up on him some. Oh. And he says, hey, try out my uh, my out. device here. Yeah. And so she digs it. <laughs> so No more going by the stream for the queen. No. You know, getting tick bites. <laughs> and so she, this is enough for her to say, oh, dude, John, sir. You're not banished anymore. You've done good here, sir. Yeah, you come back and put one of these in my (laughs) thing, my place, what the hell, palace, right? Right. Um, We're good. You and I are good. So John can't let sleeping dogs lie, you know? Mm -hmm. So he writes a book, and it, on the surface, seems to be about his device that helps you inside your, your needs. Sure. And uh, the name of the book is called A New Discourse Upon a Stale Subject, colon, and they had colons then, I guess. Sure, by then. The Metamorphosis of Ajax. And okay. that's all well and good, because maybe this book talks about moving the rocks and where we're, yeah, like you know, us. damming up the water. Yeah. 
but... Look how far we've come. What he really hit in there was a sort of a subtext of political nature. Oh, John. And where, where washing out the detritus oh. uh, meant, you know, he applied it to uh, political ongoings. And then Poofy's banished again. Oh, John, you just got back. I know. The, the queen was like, uh, I guess can't have she it, can but read. I'm going to keep this bathroom apparatus you have for me here. It's John. John. So, now that's, what did I say? Late John. 16th yeah. century, right? Mm-hmm. So fast forward now, because John Harrington, sir, does that. Now, we, now we're in the early 1800s, and this fellow... And this is the fellow's name, Thomas Crapper. <laughs> not not going to lie to you. I've heard tale of this Yeah, well, name. he's a real guy. Oh, and wow. he <laughs> creates his own manufacturable unit bowl of yeah. this thing. Sure. Right? And they end up in uh, wars with, um, you know, he makes them that are portable and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and and then for the home, and he even made a little showroom, even though at that time it was sort of, <laughs> you know, taboo to. I don't know why, because yeah. it'd be great. Like you'd say, this is a great yeah, well, step up in hygiene and all kind of stuff. Yeah. Let's have that. Everybody poops, but you didn't. Um, anyway, <laughs> so then he didn't really invent it. Because obviously all this stuff was continually borrowed, even back from Sir John Harrington. And the actual weird sad thing is that I guess Sir John Harrington didn't need to hold any patents being a sir and all. But <laughs> He's doing okay, maybe. These guys, uh, Joseph Brayman, and we're talking late 18th century, and another fella, Alexander Cumming, uh, they took patents out on this device and they perfected it a lot more in the, the leather flap. Didn't do so great in keeping out the, yeah, the you know the gases from the motors. the pit. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they created that little hoopty thing that holds water, and the water blocks the you know little P trap under P-trap, there. P trap. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other story, right? Yeah, but GIs had these, and they had the Thomas Crapper name on them, so they they took to saying, hey, I'm going to go to the Crapper, yeah. you know? Yeah. Now, so they brought that back with them, and that led a lot of people to speculate and just assume that, you know, when we say crap, mm-hmm. that that came from Thomas Crapper's... Crap catcher. Crapper. Crapper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, hell, that's a great assumption. Sure. But... It turns out not necessarily, or it, it it wasn't. This is an offshoot to my my John thing, so I didn't fully research it. But mm. the word "crap" dates well before that. Before Mister Crapper. Well before Mister Crapper, and has old European origins and even some Latin origins. Words like "crappa" I found, "crappen," "crappa." Some of them just meant detritus or unnecessary stuff to eliminate in general and some were actually meant you know human waste or 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 animal waste right so i mean that that might have just been serendipitous that he was named crapper and maybe it did you know i heard that whole thing where those relatives were crappers (laughs) crap his mother was a mother (laughs) so 
but anyway, to wrap it all up, yeah. everyone sort of believes, even though there was the cousin John and the Jake and the Ajax, that we say John because many did afterward. Sir John Harrington is the reason we call it the John. A John. For making us that first leather flappy doodle. Yeah, and a good leather flappy doodle it was because the queen liked him for a hot minute after. <laughs> and then, then he had to get back to old classic Sir John Harrington. Yeah. Trying to... Tass's political messages there. <laughs> I'd like to get a copy of that book. Just curious. It's a very lengthy title. Yeah, they, they had time back then. Sure, true. So what do you have? Uh, I have the word Lou. Oh. L-O-O. Yes. Like um, I have to go to the Lou. Right. Folks say that. Seems very British to me. There's, you know, that comes up here too. It seems like these things are used, but we're not 100% sure. Why or where? You know what I'm saying? I do. Um, so, one theory uh, dates back to 17th century France, where folks would just kind of, you know, like you've said before, did you mention chamber pots before? No. No, we haven't. No. Well, then I'll mention chamber pots. Okay. Uh, folks had chamber pots in their rooms in these times where yeah. you would definitely pee into or whatever <laughs> in the night. So you didn't have to get up and go to find the toilet flap outside, I guess. Well, you didn't. You you, you didn't, didn't have the, a toilet flap. There's no if, toilet flap. No, you. If you had a chamber pot, right? Then you, you must have. Right, because if there was a, if there was a Sir John Harrington in the house, you would just fumble <laughs> around to it, right? Which I'm gonna try my best to call my toilet that for a while, but it's probably gonna last like one time. But I'll do it once at least. Um, so the chamber pots would get full and. You would uh, just throw them out the window to empty them. Come on. I mean, we didn't have sewage or, you know, there weren't. It, uh, there was, but not like we have. People just threw their trash and pee out the windows <laughs> for the streets and the gutters. Man. Yeah. No, remember the River Fleet was about the uh, cats and dogs, which yes. ended up just being a big just cess river of fun. Yeah. Yes, from these things. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, yeah. The French folks would say, uh, they'd warn people below <laughs> as they were throwing their feces on them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I believe to be pronounced as garde-le. And what could that mean? Uh, it is French for watch out for the water. <laughs> two words can mean that whole, but it's nice. Um, oh, that's only two words? garde Oh, okay. Le. All right, I, thought I heard three words, but I see. Well, I'd said guard. It's a two-syllable word. Yeah, yeah guard. It's G-A-D-E-Z, G-A-R-D-E-Z, L, apostrophe, E-A-U. Watch out for my stuff. Watch out for the water. Yeah. Um, in Which was pronounced, I guess, guardy Lou by the Brit British folks who were in France when they heard these things. Yeah, they're going to simplify they it for them. They were just like, guardy Lou. In a non-British accent. Wow. Why can't I? Huh. Anyway, I, I couldn't do it. Like, I didn't, the British accent didn't come out. Anyway, Gardy Lou, uh, and then then shortened just to Lou, is a theory. It It's a theory? theory. It, it's the prominent theory. No, it's a theory. It's a theory. All right. It, I mean, these are, these are all prominent theories. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tops in their fields. Uh, another French possible origin... 
Again with the French. Yeah, I mean they've got the it's the Lou stuff, I think, right? <clears throat> like they they like the uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, Le Dessence, perhaps. Why not? Okay. L i e u x d apostrophe a i s a n c e, right? Okay. Uh, which means places of comfort, or uh, comfort stations is what I found. I guess is like more of a direct translation. Wait a minute. Yeah, comfort stations. Yeah. Uh, and that also might have been picked up by the British soldiers in France during World War One, the Lue d'Assance. Um, and then they just shortened it again to Lou, also a theory. But that that word, is that the same French Lou word in both of those phrases? No, no. It's just a word that's similar. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm pronouncing them right. Yeah, it's all right. L-E-A-U versus L-I-E-U-X. Have you heard some of my French? <laughs> I have. <laughs> um, but, oh, yeah, in, the, in this theory, I guess in this Lua d'Assance theory, the period between the, the war when the British soldiers would be in France and the first appearance of the word Lou in print could be like a general term like a timeline that it would it would then percolate percolate through the language you know what i mean like the time frame was was right that that could actually be the definition the origin just for when it pops up in pop culture versus when they first would have heard it you know yeah the timeline seems okay um but the oxford english dictionary has the first usage listed as uh, in james joyce's ulysses in 1922 uh quote Oh, yes, Mon Lou, how much cost? Waterloo, water closet, is the line in which he says it. And Lou is spelled L-O-U-P. And this theory is saying that the Waterloo water closet is kind of a gag, like Waterloo, Battle of Waterloo. Yeah, it was sort of playing on those words. Right. It was sort of poetic. Exactly. Uh, So it could be... That, just a gag, poetically, yeah, fun, based off water closet. Um, It also could be similar to, uh, like, a British rhyming slang in that, the water closet, Waterloo thing, the the relation there, which is an interesting, I've looked into the British rhyming slang. It's pretty fascinating, um, where you rhyme phrases with, like, real words, but they're, they're really... You really got to pay attention. Like, I'm going to give you an example of British rhyming slang. Is that okay? I'm going to enjoy it. They use the word Barney when they mean trouble. And from what I gather, uh, because Barney rubble rhymes with the word trouble, rubble rhymes with trouble, and then they use the word Barney for trouble it all makes sense oh they're just playing some sort of jumble game basically they're just they're swapping words out it's cool it's really interesting i i, I was looking into this I'm like this is kind of neat um yeah so they, they thought oh it could be a british rhyming slang type of deal off water closet waterloo similar of the poetic usage gag usage you know yeah um I like that. Yeah, and then they, like they that... just they dropped the water parts from it, and it just became Lou, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I, that would seem like a fun one. I think that one's kind of nice, too. 
Um, I also saw The Room 100. I was waiting for that because I've heard that. Yeah, but I don't know. It didn't really uh, flush out, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> It's there's it some, would be flesh out. Though. I know. I was, I was doing ah, you were doing a rhyming a thing. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm not even going to go into that one. Okay. It, I'm disappointed. I, I mean, I guess I, I just that. because I no, it isn't it. It isn't it. Said room 100 was the bathroom, but eh. and then somebody couldn't see very well, and they yeah. thought the one was an L. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. I like the other ones better. No, I mean I didn't find enough tossing your. Um, Hot off of uh, out right? of the window, Gardelu. whatever the balcony, whatever you're doing there. Yeah, it seems like that's what I've, I'm like. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Although even the places of comfort, different, similar. Yeah. But yeah, that one actually seems more plausible. So it seems like if I'm putting a timeline together or a you know a web of whatever, uh, France got it to the British soldiers. British soldiers then make made it into the what we have today. Like the crapper. Like the crapper. Then <laughs> 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 the crappers before him. He's a long line of crappers. Yeah. Yeah. So Lou. That's a heck of a thing. A heck of a thing. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's enjoy advertisements. Yeah. We can go to the Lou. And we'll be right back. Support Whole Nine Yards and make your life easier with Instacart. Online grocery shopping made simple. Instacart connects you with personal shoppers in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores in a single order. Products you love from local stores, hand-selected based on your preferences. Many items may be delivered in as little as an hour. Instacart helps to save you money on your favorite items and recommends new products that you might also love. Instacart, the most convenient way to shop. Whole Nine Yards is sponsored by the Roberto Clemente Museum. Located in a restored engine house in Pittsburgh's revitalized Lawrenceville neighborhood, the Clemente Museum is a showcase of the largest exhibited collection of baseball artifacts, works of art, literature, photographs, and memorabilia related to Roberto Clemente and his life in baseball. Shop the store for clothing and other items featuring the iconic 21 logo and purchase tour tickets for the museum at clemenemuseum.com. Enter promo code W9Y21 for a 10% discount on hats and tees. That's clemenemuseum.com, promo code W9Y21. Whole Nine Yards is sponsored by Big Science Music. Big Science Music is a can and one show award-winning original music and sound boutique, providing scoring, sound design, radio, podcast, and audio post-production services for the advertising, film, and video industries. Big Science Music also offers ADR, casting, and project management. Big Science Music's reels, full capabilities, and more can be found at bigsciencemusic.com. That's bigsciencemusic.com. And hello. We're back. Is indeed. Yes. <laughs> With the um, bathroom terminology. <laughs> Poggy I have... A simple one. Okay. I have potty. Oh, potty. I know. For the potty talk. I know. Hey, potty talk. Hey. Comes in back and rounds. Yeah. Hey, look. All right. Potty. <laughs> right? I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it opens some doors to to dig a little. And, and, the, and there was a piece in here where I go, hey, that's information. Wow. And in fact, I'd better go home and look through a couple of 
things in my cupboard. And I'm going to tell you about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, chamber pots... Yes. ...have... Are, are, Oldest sin, right? People have found, and you brought up chamber pots I in did. in uh, yeah. le, like people used a vessel to do their business in, and then take that business to where it was convenient to get rid of that business. Turns out it was the window. Well, yeah, in yours it was the window. <laughs> but there are people that would like, okay, let me carry it to the back of the backyard in the morning. Oh, considerate. Yeah, nice kind of things like that. <laughs> <laughs> but so these things have existed for a long, long time. Sure. There is evidence by much and by far that especially once, you know, Europe got to cranking along in 16th, 17th century there, uh, that people were making a business out of these. Probably before that, I'm sure, right? Chamber so, pots, sure. Yeah. yeah. You, and if you could, if you made it out of uh, clay and glazed it, you could, you'd paint things on it and you'd even paint like, politicians of the day at the bottom of them and glaze it you know and so people like those things people do so uh, but there's this other device and i want to say like if you found a cool long shapely narrow creamer slash gravy boat at the antique store <laughs> you might, all right you might take a second look at that thing <laughs> Oh. Because they they made a narrow one for ladies number one sure. only, right? And it, it was it was called the Borda Louis, and uh, they huh. believe it was named after this French preacher Louis or Louis Borda Louis. Hey, how about that name? <laughs> oh man! And uh, and I guess he gave really long sermons. So same as bored Louie. Uh, no, it's like out, you, you you had you had to go, and, and so right. you, yeah, you needed this what Wizard. you think is a gravy boat. Oh man, yeah. And you put it under your skirt and sure. do what you had to do, and then carry it out after the sermon was over, right? Uh, yeah. Why don't we do this stuff still with the little pee pouches? Well, they have um, what's the one I'm always making fun of? Like a wizardino, trucker's or friend, stadium trucker's pal. pal, stadium pal. Yeah, that's it. Stadium. Um, an another little side bit is that in war times, uh, you know, civil wars, both in Europe, England, and, and in the United States and other wars, mm -hmm. urine could be collected and used to help make gunpowder because y you could process urine in a way with some charcoal or some other stuff. I read through the recipes <laughs> All right. uh, to make potassium nitrate, which is like the, one of the biggest ingredients in gunpowder, I guess. Huh. So uh, people would actually, or, or soldiers, or 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 maybe um, civil servants or whatever, would go door to door with a larger vessel and collect people's chamber huh. pots uh, for the war effort. You know, care to so, make a donation to the war, sir? Yeah, and it's an easy one to make, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. It's in this bucket. <laughs> so I guess does he stand there or like you no, no, give no. It you to bring him? out your oh, chamber okay. part pot. Gotcha. Like you save it. Don't yeah. don't throw it out the window, oh. and don't take it to the back of the garden. This is information. Yeah. Huh. But at the end of the day, um, <laughs> a chamber pot is a pot, and the reason we say potty is it's just children speak. So it's it's a potty. It's a yeah. chamber pot. It's a potty. And 
and what the potty has evolved into and its different facets and plastic things and stuff to help you do other stuff. But long story short, I, I remember having one as a child, and it was literally an old white porcelain pot. The handle had fallen off. It had, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the potty. Man, information. Yeah. So check those gravy boats, everybody. And you can save your pee to make gunpowder. Yeah, I don't know if I recommend that. but Well, if you got the recipe. Yeah. <laughs> recipe. <laughs> the map, the whatever it's called, uh, yeah. Instructions. Huh. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. So what do you have? Uh, <laughs> I have poop. <laughs> poop. I'm just going to laugh this whole time. I don't know why I, I I think it's going to be like four like it's what do you call that when it's like it's going to be posterior omissions. <laughs> what what's that one of those things called? <laughs> Like acronym? laser? Yeah, An acronym. acronym. <laughs> Sorry, brain did. <laughs> no, it's not. All right, um, well, let's have it. Try it. Um, <laughs> the word poop uh, is Middle English is what I found. There's an interesting, there's a Middle English, and then, then later we'll get to a Dutch, but we're going to start with Middle English. <laughs> Middle English defines the word poopin'. <laughs> <laughs> P-O-U-P-E-N That's like palpin Alright, I'll say palpin, I guess Alright If it'll help me not laugh, probably uh, And that is, the word means To make an abrupt gulping sound Slash, to blow or toot a horn <laughs> <laughs> um, Just an example in, in the Canterbury Tales by our buddy Chaucer. I did not realize Chaucer would say, play such an important role in my life as an adult. Yeah. I gotta be honest. Keeps coming back. So many times. Um, <clears throat> Mansiple's prologue and tale. This is the Canterbury tale. This is a specific tale. Uh, <laughs> when he had pooped in his horn <laughs> to the Mansiple, he took, he, took, he took the guard again, gourd again. It's tough to make it through this. Gored again? I'm not sure what he's saying. But when he had pooped in his horn. <laughs> uh, which means to blow or toot a horn. Well, maybe maybe the gourd was the horn. Oh, he took the gourd again. Maybe, yeah. To yeah. the danceable, he took the gourd again. Yeah, I hear you. Um, and <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, in 1721, in a book called... I hate it. It's an universal. That annoys me so much. Like, you can say uh in front of the universal. We know how the ands and uhs work. An historical event. An universal etymological English dictionary by Nathan Bailey. Uh, Poop (laughs) was classified as a vulgar word, meaning to break wind backwards softly or other bodily discharge. Oh. So he took... Are making an abrupt gulping sound to blow or toot a horn. Uh, and then 400 years later, he's like, I'm going to make it to mean fart. <laughs> I'm so glad. Oh. Um, and then this definition from 1721 uh, was used up until 1928. Book, Undertones of War, written by Edmund Blunden. Um where he kind of goes back to the original word of the term poop to mean just like a loud noise. 
he stated that the battlefield guns pooped off. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, it's a long entail. Uh, but we're going to round the corner, uh, sort of, maybe. All right. So, uh, you know, 1928 that was. And then, like, ten years later, Eric Partridge's A Dictionary of Slang in Unconventional English defines poop as... Uh, How are we spelling it now? Poop. Pooping. P-O-O-P-I-N-G. Okay. Um, it defines it only as, like, when a kid defecates. It's a poop because it's cute. <laughs> um, so in 1937, it specifically means a, ch- a child's defecation, I guess. Wow. It means poop is for a kid. Huh. Um, but I also found that the word P-O-E-P, poop, I don't know, yeah. uh, is Dutch. And I... I saw that it, same thing with the loud sound uh, Tudor horn, but I also saw that it said it meant to defecate. And I don't know if this was a, added on later or if it was an original definition. It was I, I didn't clarify that personally. Um, same thing in Afrikaans, which is a Dutch language. It's the same word, same kind of horn thing, but also might mean defecate right at the start. I, I didn't get like a, we added this in date on that one specifically. All right. Um, but poop, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it started off in Middle English, and it means an abrupt gulping sound <laughs> to blow or toot a horn. And then we get that it, all the it, way through. I mean, it it made a sort of a clean, straight line. It does. It's not un. It's not weird. It's not strange. And it's not like yeah. Yeah. It's just like oh, okay. It was a sound, <laughs> and then we're like, yeah, that's what it sounds like when we fart. Oh, this one's fun. Sure, no. I enjoy this. Uh, thank you, everybody, and sorry. I mean, we sometimes we have to cover the terms. <laughs> yeah, it's not me. I mean, the laughing part is me. I wonder if we'll ever do like an intimacy terms uh, episode. Oh, man, that'll... <sighs> I know. I'll try. Yeah. I mean, I'll do it. Sure. I can be... I can do this. I could, I could pull it together if I had to. I mean, if you had to. I just felt like it was joyful, and I was going to share my joy. <laughs> I, I, I feel joy. <laughs> So, hey, everybody, thanks. Thank you. Uh, please give us a rating. Please give us a, you know, a subscribe, all that stuff. And share with your friends. Yeah, share. And, uh, yeah, that helps. And email us, um, you know, hey, you. That's uh, hey, Y-O-U, hey, you. I can say that every time. No, I don't think so. All right. Hey, you at whole, the number nine yards.org. Hey, you at whole nine yards.org. Give us an email. And... I would say, I'm going to say this this week, Ray. Okay. If you made it this far. Yeah. And you are in Australia. Nice. Because we see we have a lot of Australian listeners. Mm-hmm. This this episode, uh, Australian listeners, please email us, even if it's just to say hi, if you don't have a question. Nice. And we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And thanks for listening. And um, I'm Jay. And I'm Ray. And we're, we're not, not idioms. idioms. Whole Nine Yards is written, recorded, and produced by Big Science Pods. Learn more at whole9yards.org or contact Whole Nine Yards by emailing heyyou at whole9yards.org. That's heyyou at whole9yards.org. 
whole nine yards theme music composed by Big Science Music.